Putin, projecting control, tries to contain fallout from mutiny. Gabriela Sapasoa Alexandra Mykolashin Jeffrey Getleman Jeffrey Getleman Megan Specia Cassandra Vinograd Mark Landler Anushka Potl Valerie Hopkins John Ismay Ben Spiegel Ben Spiegel Cassandra Vinograd Anushka Potl Cassandra Vinograd Cassandra Vinograd James C. McKinley Jr. President Vladimir V. Putin of Russia is trying to recast last weekend's brief uprising as an affirmation of the country's unity, even as he seeks to contain the fallout from the aborted rebellion that posed the most dramatic challenge to the Russian leaders more than two decades in power. U.S. officials briefed on American intelligence said on Tuesday that General Sergei Surovikin, a senior Russian general and former top commander of Moscow's forces in Ukraine, had advanced knowledge of the rebellion, raising the possibility of support for the uprising inside the top ranks of the military. Officials are still trying to learn whether General Surovikin helped plan last weekend's events. If he is determined to have been involved, it will pose serious questions for Mr. Putin about how to respond. Three days after calling off the Wagner mercenary forces' advance on Moscow, the group's leader, Yevgeny V. Prigazin, arrived in neighboring Belarus on Tuesday as part of an agreement that secured his amnesty in exchange for exile. President Alexander G. Lukashenko of Belarus said that Mr. Putin had entertained the possibility of killing Mr. Prigazin. But the Belarusian leader, a loyal Putin ally, said he had talked Mr. Putin out of doing so, while also warning Mr. Prigazin that Mr. Putin could squash him like a bug. In a series of public appearances on Tuesday, Mr. Putin, still not mentioning Mr. Prigazin by name, highlighted what he described as the heroics of Russian troops who faced off with Wagner forces, including pilots who died in the confrontation with the mutineers. Mr. Putin said, they did not flinch and, with honor, carried out their order and their military duty. Here are other developments. Missiles struck a crowded restaurant in the eastern Ukrainian city of Kramatorsk late Tuesday, killing at least nine people and injuring dozens more. The city, in the Donbass region, has suffered several deadly attacks by Russian forces throughout the war. In Ukraine, heavy fighting was reported in the south and east on Tuesday, with Kyiv claiming incremental progress around the devastated city of Bakhmut. The Pentagon said it was sending an additional $500 million in weapons to Ukraine, including 55 Bradley and Stryker armored vehicles and equipment for clearing minefields. Victoria Kim contributed reporting. June 28, 2023, 6.14 a.m. ET 46 minutes ago. 46 minutes ago. Jeffrey Gettleman and Alexandra Mykolishin. Kiev's bomb shelters are getting high-tech changes for easier access, the mayor says. Weeks after Kiev's mayor and other officials in the Ukrainian capital were blamed in the deaths of three people killed by a missile at the doorway of a locked shelter, the city's leadership has announced a new bomb shelter system. Mayor Vitaly Klitschko posted a video on Telegram on Tuesday showing a new high-tech system in which bomb shelter doors automatically open when air raid sirens go off. Shelters will also be fitted with digital keypads so that city residents can tap in a pin to enter. There are now many ways available, said Mr. Klitschko, who was reprimanded this week in connection with the shelter problems. People can get into these premises as quickly as possible. Kyiv residents were deeply unsettled after a woman, her daughter and another woman died in a Russian missile strike on June 1 outside the doorway of a locked shelter that they were desperately trying to get into.
Missile fragments struck them as they waited for someone to open the door. The police have opened a criminal investigation, and four people have been questioned on suspicion of official negligence, a serious charge that can carry sentences of up to five years in prison. The shelter's guard remains in jail. The episode uncapped a litany of complaints about bomb shelters, which are on many people's minds in a city that is relentlessly hit by Russian drones and missiles. Residents said that many shelters were always closed, that others were in deplorable condition and that it was difficult to figure out which shelter to run to in the event of an air raid. On Tuesday, the administration of President Volodymyr Zelensky officially reprimanded Mr. Klitschko and half a dozen other officials over the shelter problems. Several mid-level administrators were dismissed. But analysts say that Mr. Klitschko, a celebrated former heavyweight boxing champion, remains too powerful for Mr. Zelensky to remove. The mayor also remains popular for the work he did helping organize life in Kiev during the war's most dangerous days last year. Advertisement June 28, 2023, 5.57 a.m. ET one hour ago. One hour ago. Jeffrey Gettleman. Reporting from Kiev, Ukraine. The area of Kramatorsk, Ukraine, where a pizza restaurant was blown up in a Russian strike on Tuesday has been hit before. Last summer, a Russian missile badly damaged Hotel Kramatorsk, which is next door to the pizza restaurant Ria Lounge, where at least nine people were killed. Government offices and the town square are also in that area. June 28, 2023, for 46 a.m. ET, two hours ago. Two hours ago. Jeffrey Gettleman. Reporting from Kiev, Ukraine. Yevgeny Prigazin's brazen uprising over the weekend was too short-lived to affect the morale of Russian forces in Ukraine, said Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitro Kaleba. If this mutiny had lasted for 48 hours more, I'm pretty certain we would have felt a demoralizing impact on the Russian forces fighting in the south and east of Ukraine, Kaleba told CNN. Unfortunately, Prigazin gave up too quickly. June 28, 2023, 3.31 a.m. ET, three hours ago. Three hours ago. Megan Specia. The death toll from a strike on a popular restaurant in Kramatorsk on Tuesday has risen to nine, including three children, according to the Ministry of Internal Affairs, with 56 people still injured in the attack. June 28, 2023, 1.43 a.m. ET, five hours ago. Five hours ago. Cassandra Vinograd. Reporting from Kiev, Ukraine. The death toll from a Russian missile strike on a crowded restaurant in the eastern Ukrainian city of Kramatorsk has risen to eight, Ukraine's emergency services said. The attack on Tuesday at dinnertime also injured 56 people, it said, adding that rescuers were still searching for people in the rubble. June 28, 2023, 1.38 a.m. ET five hours ago. Five hours ago. Mark Landler. Russia's allies have reason to hedge their bets after the mutiny against Putin's Kremlin. Even before President Vladimir V. Putin of Russia broke his public silence on Monday about the aborted mutiny that brought rogue troops to within 125 miles of Moscow, he was on the phone to the leaders of Iran, Qatar and other friendly countries, soaking up their expressions of support while presumably promising a return to stability. 
for Mr. Putin, who has cobbled together a surprisingly sturdy list of countries that either back his war on Ukraine or have stayed neutral, it was a much-needed display of mutual reassurance. Russia's message, it seemed, was business as usual on foreign policy even after the alarming events of last weekend. As rattled as they may have been by an armed insurrection in a nuclear weapons state, Russia's friends and business partners are unlikely to abandon Mr. Putin, according to diplomats and analysts. The more likely scenario, they say, is for them to hedge their bets against further Russian instability. I'm not surprised at any of those public statements, said Michael A. McFall, a former American ambassador to Russia. It's not in our interest or anyone else's interest to stir things up. But privately, if your goal is stability, then you should be worried about Putin's ability to provide this stability. China, Mr. Putin's most important patron, views Russia as a linchpin in its campaign to blunt the global ambitions of the United States. On Monday, the Chinese foreign ministry reaffirmed its support for Russia. Evanest Medeiros, a professor of Asian studies at Georgetown University, said, a week Russia denies China an ally in its competition with the U.S. and, perhaps worse, leaves she isolated globally and under pressure from democracies. Saudi Arabia and other Gulf countries have overlooked Russia's war on Ukraine because they increasingly viewed Mr. Putin as an alternative source of security in a volatile region where the United States is viewed as pulling back. A parade of Gulf leaders has called Mr. Putin in recent days, from the Emir of Qatar and the President of the United Arab Emirates to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia. The Saudi leader on Tuesday expressed support for the steps made by Russia to defend the constitutional order, according to the Kremlin. That predictable reaction papers over tensions between Saudi Arabia and Russia over Moscow's decision to sell oil at cut rates even as Saudi Arabia tries to prop up the price. How Mr. Putin handles the aftermath of the rebellion will also have an effect on perceptions of his standing. Mr. Putin has so far held off on reprisals, though he has already cracked down on dissent. For some countries, like Israel, the calculations can be fiendishly complex. An American ally under pressure to back Ukraine, Israel has been loath to antagonize Mr. Putin because of Russia's military presence in Syria. But the Kremlin in recent months has been distracted from Syria by the war in Ukraine, giving Israel's government some space. It was telling that reports emerged in Israel that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was contemplating a visit to the Ukrainian capital, Kiev. There was far less equivocation in Iran, which is, tied to Russia, by oil, weapon sales and a kindred sense of global isolation. Iran's president, Ibrahim Raisi, spoke to Mr. Putin on Monday to offer his full support, according to a Kremlin readout of the call. And for other countries, like India, there are major economic consequences to recalibrating relations with Russia. India, which remains neutral in the conflict, has emerged as one of the largest buyers of Russian oil. Reporting was contributed by Ivan Nechipurenko in Tbilisi, Georgia, Chris Buckley in Taipei, Taiwan, David Pearson in Hong Kong, and Farnas Vasahai in New York. Advertisement June 27, 2023, 8.06 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Anushka Padel. Belarus's NATO neighbors stress concerns about Wagner's potential relocation.
NATO nations bordering Belarus reiterated their concerns about the mercenary Evgeny V. Prigazin's apparent relocation to the country, calling for stronger security in the region as they waited on Tuesday to see whether his Wagner fighters would follow him there. The Belarusian state news media reported on Tuesday that Mr. Prigazin had arrived in Belarus as part of a deal he made on Saturday to end his armed uprising in Russia. Wagner mercenaries were given the choice to merge into the Russian military or to join Mr. Prigazin in Belarus, where, President Alexander G. Lukashenko said, they had been offered an abandoned military base. The foreign minister of Lithuania, Gabrielius Landsbergis, said on Tuesday that the relocation was creating a more volatile, unpredictable environment for our region, in part because of how quickly Wagner forces mobilized during their short-lived rebellion. Aside from Lithuania, Latvia, Ukraine and Russia, which accounts as a close ally, Belarus neighbors Poland, which has already announced, increased security measures along their shared border. It could take them 8 to 10 hours to suddenly appear somewhere in Belarus, somewhere close to Lithuania, somewhere close to Estonian border, Mr. Landsbergis said. Speaking alongside Mr. Landsbergis at a joint news conference in Paris, the Latvian foreign minister, Edgars Rinkiewicz, said his country viewed the Wagner mutiny as an internal Russian matter, echoing comments made on Monday by the NATO secretary-general, Jens Stoltenberg. Still, Mr. Rinkiewicz stressed that the potential relocation of Wagner fighters to Belarus, as well as the security of NATO's eastern flank, must be taken seriously and discussed at the Alliance's summit in Vilnius, Lithuania, next month. The Polish president, Andrzej Duda, on Tuesday called the Wagner developments a very negative signal for the region, the Polish news media reported. June 27, 2023, 5.53 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Valerie Hopkins. Putin is keeping Russia's top military leader, a focus of Prigazin's ire, on public display. Throughout the 36-hour armed rebellion that shook Russia this weekend, two officials key to waging President Vladimir V. Putin's war in Ukraine were glaringly absent, Defense Minister Sergei K. Shoigu and General Valery V. Gerasimov, the Kremlin's top military commander. But now, as Mr. Putin seeks to project an image of restored stability and control, he has been putting his defense minister on display, even if Mr. Shoigu has not addressed the public or even been heard speaking. A soundless video of Mr. Shoigu visiting military positions was released on Monday morning in what some Kremlin watchers interpreted as a tacit sign of support for him. Some military bloggers were quick to point out that the video appeared to have been shot on Friday, before the armed rebellion led by Evgeny V. Prigazin, the founder of the Wagner Mercenary Group. Mr. Shoigu was also present on Monday as Mr. Putin convened a meeting of his top security chiefs. Footage played on state television showed him sitting around a table with his head bowed and his hands folded. On Tuesday, as Mr. Putin praised his security forces, in a grandly choreographed speech, Mr. Shoigu was again present, wearing his military uniform. Later, Mr. Shoigu held a meeting with his Cuban counterpart at the National Defense Control Center of Russia. In conditions when the United States has been carrying out an illegal and illegitimate trade and economic blockade of Cuba for many decades, we are ready to help the island of freedom, lend a shoulder to our Cuban friends, Mr. Shoiga said, according to the Russian military channel Zvezda TV. 
Mr. Shoigu and General Gerasimov are considered trusted allies of Mr. Putin, but in the past months they have largely stayed out of public view and have made only highly choreographed appearances, while Mr. Prigazin published videos of himself on the front line amid corpses, with explosions booming in the distance. Mr. Prigazin has repeatedly and publicly criticized both men and complained that they have caused some of the Russian military's problems. Other prominent Russian leaders have also criticized Mr. Shoigu and General Gerasimov. In October, after Russia's retreat from the Ukrainian city of Lyman, Ramzan Kadyrov, the strongman leader of the Southern Russian Republic of Chechnya, who controls his own paramilitary force, wrote on the Telegram messaging app that Russia's top military brass had covered for an incompetent general who should now be sent to the front to wash his shame off with blood. Andrei Guryalov, a hardline member of Russia's parliament from the ruling United Russia Party, disparaged the military leadership around the same time. The whole problem is not on the ground, but on the Fronzenskaya embankment, where they still do not understand and do not take ownership of the situation, he said, referring to the location of the defense ministry. Until something completely different appears in the general staff, nothing will change. Even the staunch Putin ally Alexander Dugin, whose daughter was killed last autumn by a car bomb, called Mr. Putin and President Alexander G. Lukashenko of Belarus heroes, but without naming them seemed to cast blame on supporters of Mr. Shoigu and General Gerasimov for the Wagner Rebellion. Those who made this situation possible, who committed it, and who could not prevent it, and when it all began, were unable to adequately respond, must be said goodbye to abruptly, Mr. Dugin wrote on Telegram on Monday. Mr. Shoigu, who was a very popular minister of emergency situations before becoming defense minister in 2012, has had a long and friendly relationship with Mr. Putin. Long before the full-scale invasion of Ukraine, the two were regularly photographed hunting, fishing and picking mushrooms. Ahead of Mr. Putin's birthday in 2019, they vacationed together in the vast Russian taiga, taking long hikes. But he has never served in the military, which has been a cause of resentment among his critics. General Gerasimov is seen as a consummate military man, though some analysts suggested at the time of his appointment that the Kremlin was looking to streamline military decision-making and had appointed him in the hopes of getting a leader willing to carry out decisions coming directly from the top. He has not spoken in public since the revolt. Mr. Putin may have kept both men in charge as part of his, decades-long efforts, to place the sprawling Russian military more under his control. It's a Russian paradox, said Andrei Soldatov, an expert on the Russian security services. Mr. Putin needs someone quite weak and compromised to represent the military politically, he added. Because what he remembers about the recent rise of history in the last 30 years is that even the most disastrous of wars produce popular generals. Oleg Matsnev contributed reporting. Advertisement June 27, 2023, 5.21 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. John Ismay. Pentagon announces $500 million in military aid for Ukraine. The Pentagon will send more ammunition to Ukraine from its stockpiles, including Stinger and Patriot air defense missiles, guided rockets, four HIMARS launchers, and artillery ammunition, defense officials said on Tuesday. 
the package of aid, the 41st for Kyiv since August 2021, is worth approximately $500 million and addresses specific needs Ukrainian troops have in their counteroffensive against Russian forces, such as equipment for clearing minefields that have stymied ground advances, and more, Bradley, and striker armored vehicles. The aid was announced in an email sent to reporters on Tuesday afternoon. In a briefing at the Pentagon shortly afterward, the Defense Department spokesman, Brig General Patrick S. Ryder, described the material being sent as adding important capabilities that would contribute to Ukraine's counteroffensive. He declined to address whether the 30 Bradleys and 25 strikers being sent in the new trench of aid were meant to replace earlier such vehicles damaged or destroyed in combat with Russian forces. What I'm not going to do is battle damage assessment for the Russian military from the podium here, so I'm not going to get into Ukrainian capabilities and their status on the battlefield," General Ryder said. In the midst of combat, one can expect that equipment will be damaged, that equipment will be destroyed. It is a fight. And it is a hard fight. So by us providing additional armor, capabilities, additional ammunition, additional breaching capabilities, that's all meant to enable them to sustain this fight that they find themselves in," he added. The list of items provided by the Pentagon includes more anti-armor missiles and rockets, air-launched missiles for attacking Russian air defense sites, demolition equipment for obstacle clearing and mine clearing equipment. General Ryder declined to address questions about the aborted mutiny of Wagner Group forces in Russia on Saturday in detail, calling it an internal Russian matter. No U.S. military forces were repositioned as a result of the turmoil, he said, nor did Lloyd J. Austin III, the U.S. Secretary of Defense, speak with his Russian counterpart over the weekend. We're going to stay focused on giving Ukraine what they need to be successful in defending their country and taking back sovereign territory," the general said. June 27, 2023, 4.01 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Ben Spiegel. The United States is imposing sanctions on four companies in the Central African Republic, United Arab Emirates and Russia for their suspected roles in financing the expansion of the Wagner Mercenary Group through illicit gold dealings, the Treasury Department said. Sanctions are also being placed on a person involved with Wagner in Mali. June 27, 2023, 4.01 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Ben Spiegel. Brian E. Nelson, the Undersecretary for Terrorism and Financial Intelligence, said that the U.S. would continue to target the Wagner Group's revenue streams to degrade its expansion and violence in Africa, Ukraine and anywhere else. June 27, 2023, 2.58 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Cassandra Vinograd. Reporting from Kiev, Ukraine. At least three people were killed and 25 were injured in a Russian missile attack that hit a crowded restaurant in Kramatorsk, according to Andriy Yermak, the head of President Volodymyr Zelensky's office. Local officials said rescue efforts were ongoing. Advertisement. June 27, 2023, 1.40 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Anushka Padil. 
Alexei Navalny, the jailed Russian opposition leader, said on social media that he initially thought news of the Wagner Rebellion was a joke after he learned about it in court during his trial on charges of extremism. I kept expecting someone to suddenly yell, you got punked. Navalny said, adding that there was no greater threat to Russia than the Putin regime. June 27, 2023, 1.37 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Cassandra Vinograd. Reporting from Kiev, Ukraine. Two Russian missile strikes have hit Kramatorsk, in eastern Ukraine, with the first striking a restaurant in the city center, according to Andriy Yermak, the head of President Volodymyr Zelensky's office. He did not specify whether there were casualties, but posted an image of the destruction on Telegram. The local authorities said search and rescue efforts were underway. June 27, 2023, 2.02 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. Cassandra Vinograd. Reporting from Kiev, Ukraine. There was a large crowd of people inside a restaurant in Kramatorsk city center when a missile hit on Tuesday, the head of the regional military administration, Pavlo Kirilenko, said on national television, adding that the number of casualties was still being clarified. Video, posted by a freelance journalist at the scene, showed a number of wounded. June 27, 2023, 1.23 p.m. ET June 27, 2023. June 27, 2023. James C. McKinley Jr. The Pentagon on Saturday unveiled another half billion dollars worth of weapons that the United States is shipping to Ukraine to fuel its war effort against Russia, including 55 more armored vehicles, long-range rockets, missiles for air defense and mine-clearing equipment.